The uh, victim called us and said that her tiny house had been stolen. Melinda Crichton's new house wasn't burglarized. It wasn't robbed. It was stolen. My house is stolen. It was stolen. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit podcast. I'm Mike, and we have Robert with us also. Hello, everyone. And that's the end of our podcast because we're now minimalists. <laughs> nope, just fooled you. Just kidding. So anyways, follow us on Twitter at LLP Podcast and check out our website, LLPpodcast.com. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and check us out on Google Play. Yeah, Google Play. Google Play for all the folks who uh, don't want to buy an iPhone for whatever reason. I don't know. Because they're terrible. Because they're bad at phones. Well, what are the minimalists, Mike, going to listen to us on? The minimalists are going to listen to their phone because I guarantee you that's one of the must-have items. So That's good. No? You disagree? No, I'd say that's good. Yeah, I would say. I would say it's a good thing. But uh, if you haven't picked up what we're laying down already, it's the part two to the tiny house episode. So we're back. We're going to talk a little bit more about minimalism and what that is, that whole trend, and what it means, what we think about it, because that's that's what we do with everything we talk about. We just tell you what we think about it. So That's the best way to do it. It's the only way I know how, Robert. Good, good. I'm glad. So yeah. to kind of recap from last time, Mike, we were talking about just the tiny houses, really, and how dumb they were. Because some, they get stolen. Because they get stolen. As you could hear from the clip before, that's one of the issues with being a minimalist, I guess, right? Is when you only have a little small house <laughs> and you don't have a lot of shit, someone just hooks it up to the back of a trailer or back of a, a pickup and just hauls it away. Yeah. Oh, my Insane. gosh. Insane. I wish she's really a minimalist because she has nothing left. You know, that she should be thanking that person because they they decided she wasn't, like, dedicated enough to the cause. They're like, now you're going to live out of a backpack. Forget a tiny house. <laughs> yeah. What really sucks is the part that you don't hear on that is the, the woman didn't have insurance can on you, her tiny house. Can you get tiny house insurance? Yeah. Yeah. Just like a normal house, apparently. Really? And Who a knew? car. It's like car. It's car or house insurance, I guess. I don't know. It's It's crazy, but they do offer it. I guess you got to insure an RV, right? So yeah. Since the last time we talked, I did a little bit more research <laughs> on the tiny houses, Mike. So, you know, I know a little bit more than I did before. Awesome. Enlightened. Which us. means I'm still not liking the tiny house. Well, the t- the tiny house insurance was a that was something new to me. I mean, I did I just would have assumed like Allstate wouldn't insure your tiny house. So. Yeah, they do. You, I mean, you can buy a house. You can buy a tiny house right now on Jet.com, <laughs> which is like a a uh, it's like an Amazon. They're trying to compete a lot with Amazon, but um, I don't think they're going to have a, a lot of luck because they've kind of locked that up already. That's interesting. How are they competing with uh, with Amazon with the uh, what's his name Jeff Bezos? I think I'm not sure. They're they're not competing. They're I, not at all. I mean, it's a great idea, but I don't know anybody that ever shopped on Jet. I haven't. I've, I haven't. I honestly either. just heard about it tonight when you were telling me about it earlier. So oh well, apparently. Like you could get like higher discounts when you buy more shit, <laughs> but Amazon has already given you kind of like rock bottom pricing already, and they deliver it to your door uh, next day for like a buck ninety nine or two ninety nine or whatever it is, or the second day for free when you got Prime. Well, so you, you guys get the like same day delivery up in your neck of the woods, don't you? 
there's a lot of people that have uh, same day delivery, Mike. I don't think we have it yet down here. I bet here. you do. Huh? We've got Amazon lockers too. They like deliver it to a locker and you go pick it up whenever you want. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. It it kind of is. Huh. But anyway, so we're. So it's <laughs> like it's basically like the Amazon version of like ship to a store. Kind of, because most of the the lockers, I mean, they can be just out in like a shopping center somewhere. Right. And then just on the side of the the, the parking lot, there's a locker system. And it's all Amazon. Huh. Amazon, the enemy of minimalists everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently okay Jet, with. too, since they reward buying more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, so let's get more into mental. I almost said mentalism. That's not what we're getting into today. It's a little mental. Well, if you mean it by, like, the British version, being mental is crazy. Yeah, that's, that's what I kind of mean, too. Heavy mental. It's mental. Was that a British accent? It was. It was. Is it not? Was it? No. No, it wasn't. It was actually the same Are as your mental? Donald Trump accent. <laughs> that's so mental. I don't know. No, that's not Trump. If I was Trump, I'd be like, rub it, rub it, rub it. It's mental. That's so it was mental. the same. It's the same. It's All right, different. Keith, let's, let's go. We're getting off topic already, and we just started this damn thing. So mentalism or minimalism, um, <laughs> however, however you want to... You want to come at it, right? So we started talking about it a little bit last episode with within the context of the tiny homes as the tiny house being the gateway kind of to the minimalist lifestyle by default because you kind of have to you pare down your belongings to be a successful tiny home dweller. And see, that could be another con for tiny houses. It's the gateway drug of minimalism. <laughs> of <laughs> minimalism. Boo. Right on. So we kind of, the last episode we wrapped up, we were talking about the two minimalist uh, poster children or poster dudes, if you will. They call themselves the minimalists. They got a documentary out. They're preaching the minimalist gospel. I read through the list that they have on their website on the last episode where they talk about all the benefits of minimalism. Um, So we didn't really get a chance to discuss that. So let's kind of jump in there. They talk about, you know, They talk about that minimalism helped them to eliminate their discontent, to reclaim their time, to live in the moment, pursue their passions, uh, discover purpose in their lives, rid themselves of excess stuff, contribute beyond themselves. Let's kind of like pick these apart a little bit. Let's uh, let's unpack these. So they say minimalism helped them to eliminate their discontent. What do you think about that? How do you think minimalism in and of itself eliminates discontent? The only way I can see, honestly, is that it would minimize distractions because you've got no crap. You have less stuff to worry about. Possibly. I just, I don't under, I don't understand how, I mean, and I'm not. But like, what's the source of your discontent not, in the first place? I'm not materialistic necessarily. I do like my things that I do own. Um, and I don't understand why not having those things would necessarily make you a happier person. So to, I think what you're talking about maybe is like some of your like probably like some of your collections that have to do with like some of your hobbies and some of your passions per se. Like, yeah, like, OK, for instance, Mike, in your tiny house, where the hell are you going to put your 52 gun safe? <laughs> so you might have a tiny, tiny home for your tiny for your big safe. Right. right. But so so that's an interesting point, because I did watch the documentary about minimalism that these guys have on Netflix. I watched the whole thing and I wouldn't have if it wasn't for my wife. She's obsessed with documentaries. So she she was watching it. I watched it, too. But anyways, so these guys bring up the point. They say, 
you know, hey, if there's something in your life that you derive a lot of pleasure from and is meaningful to you, such as a collection of some sort. So for me, one of my biggest hobbies is homebrewing. I love to homebrew. I make beer all the time. And as my hobby has progressed, I have a ton of crap to make my homebrew. Like I have so much gear and so much accessories that I use for making beer. And I derive a lot of pleasure out of that. I would hate to get rid of it, but I couldn't have it in a tiny host. I couldn't do that. A tiny host? Are you from Canada? Eh? Maybe. That threat, the threat that I was uh, <laughs> going to fire you and hire Nicola from Canada, I, I guess you're just kind of trying to throw in the accent every now and then. That's good. I'm trying to be more international, eh? <laughs> you know, she's going to call me probably when she listens to that and say that you used a wrong. She does that to me all the time. How can you use a wrong? I don't know. Eh? I don't know. I, I make I kind of I guess I can make fun of her her accent a little bit, and so she gets pissed. But anyway, that's another story for another day. Her accent. Oh, eh? you're an a hole. <laughs> oh, there it is. Follow us on Twitter at lnppodcast.com, and you'll get hilarious tweets like that from Mike and I. <laughs> Just like that every day, because there's nobody funnier than us on the internet. That is true, but nobody knows it, unfortunately. Yeah. So anyways, I derive a lot of pleasure out of all of that. It's not necessarily that like this, like I'm not out there like in my garage, just like staring at my mash ton. It's not the equipment. It's not like the stuff, but it's, I use the stuff to, to produce the product. I mean, you, you have your 52 gun safe and in, in your guns. I mean, you derive yeah. a lot of pleasure from those. I mean, no one's asking you to give those up, but well, Hillary time, is, huh? Hillary is. That's a totally different. That's off topic. <laughs> is Hillary a minimalist? You said, you said no. nobody wants me to give him up, and that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. Uh, we don't have to worry about Hillary for like Bloomberg another, like, too. Four years. So yeah, when she runs again in four, when she like dusts off those uh, pantsuits and uh, <laughs> and runs again. Oh God, I hope not. I hope but she I just like rocks like some like Adidas track suits like. Like the, like the Sopranos. I have a funny feeling Bernie Sanders is probably going to rock the track suit before Hillary. Maybe. Just saying. Just saying. But anyway, um, sorry, I interrupted you again. That happened the last time we talked about minimalism. Yeah, you just like really hate this topic. You just do anything to get off it. I must. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, that's an interesting point. These guys are like, oh, well, if you have a like a like a substantial collection that you derive pleasure from, no one's asking you to give it. But like. Let's say you're the ultimate minimalist and you want to live in a tiny house. Like, yeah, you're probably going to have to sacrifice uh, any kind of sizable collection. Yeah. I mean, unless it's... Unless you have, like, a tiny garage that goes with your tiny house. Does that count? Like... I don't know. So you can have your, your, your big F-350 truck hauling your tiny house and your micro house and your garage. And your dog so, house. And your, and your dog house. I mean, you may as well just bought a damn real house for that. And if you have the kids, like you got their little tiny bedrooms dragging behind, because we talked about that too. So that's what I just said. The micro house. Oh, the micro houses. The micro house is for the kids, not for the damn dog. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that we had the micro houses. I forgot no. they had a. They're like a, they were a, a hashtag name. Hashtag I wonder. Micro house. I wonder if you uh, if you do the Mitt Romney and put the the pet on the top, <laughs> and, like in the cage. Didn't he get in trouble for that or something during like a debate oh, like or something? Drive, like yeah, he set it on top of his car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe that's where the dog stays. I don't know. I set. I forgot. I set my dog on top of my tiny house while I was backing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor dog. 
Can you imagine being a dog and li- having to live in a crappy tiny house? I've seen them do it. They've had some of these people on these homes. They have like German shepherds living in these tiny homes. Again, seems like animal that? abuse. How, exactly. How has that not ever you know reached the I'll say the left wingers um, you know doorstep? So something else too. Like it. you think about these things like. What about like sanitary living conditions if you have to live with like an animal in such close quarters or like two or three or four people? It's crazy. Yeah, I have a problem living with that many people in a regular <laughs> size house, much less a small one. Also, so, you know, there's no running water for these things. And for the toilets, they all use composting toilets. Kind of like gross. in, 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 um, <laughs> Shit, what was that? Uh, exactly. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, Mike, look at you, look at you. Um, I'm trying to think about what the hell his name is. The nutty guy from Vacation. Oh, cousin Eddie. Shitter's full. <laughs> um, Randy Quaid. Yeah, yeah, Randy Quaid. That's what I was looking for. That guy's nuts too, by the way. You should check a picture of him out on <laughs> on Google. It's hilarious. I think he got arrested and he's in prison somewhere. We should tweet out some Randy Quaid. We might. We might do that. Tweet but, it out. Uh, yeah, that would suck. That would suck. Yeah, so that would be a pain. My collection wouldn't fit in my tiny house, so that would suck for me. I might I might be able to be a minimalist by like decluttering, I guess, but I would still have tons of crap for my hobbies. Well, think about this. Is that not the ultimate, though, in minimalism by potentially wheeling around a spare <laughs> station that is a micro brew station. I mean, think about that. It's in the name. It's micro. It's perfect. It's micro, micro brew. but it takes up a lot of space <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff. Although, if for anyone who's like really into the hobby, like they're definitely running away with it now. They basically have these things that can complete the entire brewing process and fermentation process all in one vessel. So that would definitely fit in with the uh, minimalists and the... Uh, the tiny homes, but those things cost like three grand and I'm not about to do that. So. And how fun would that possibly be? It's not fun because that's whole, the whole thing. It's like the process. You get to like do different stuff and work with it. It's, it's fun. It's good. Yeah. Time. So how can, how can these guys be happier? Again, we'll go back to your original question on this little segment here. How in the hell can you be happier when you have all this, I'll say all this shit, but you don't have anything, you know, you have nothing to have fun well, I think about it like so. The example that they they used on the documentary part of it, anyways, was like they're like, "Oh, people come up to us all the time. They're like, oh, I've got like a book collection, and I love my books because I love to feel them. I like to read them. I like to smell them, or whatever. Because books do smell awesome, especially when they're older. But anyways, that's the English major in me coming out. But <laughs> um, I like to tuck them away most of the time. But every now and then he he pops out. But uh, yeah, so like they're like, oh, the book collection, like I have to have the book collection. And they're just like, yeah, that's fine. Like have your book collection. But I guess I, I have multiple collections and multiple hobbies and multiple passions. I'm not a hoarder, but I do have a lot of stuff for all this stu- all these things. I have books, I have records, I have instruments, I have my beer stuff, like I have all kinds of stuff. You've got golf stuff. Dude, and- you are a fucking hippie. What? Have you yeah, ever realized right. that? You're the, like the only conservative hippie that's ever existed. Uh, that can't be true. I think it is. And I'm not a hippie. Sort of. I mean... The only thing you don't do is smoke weed. My hips <laughs> my hips don't lie, but... <laughs> oh, man. Hashtag Shakira. <laughs> Good Lord, Mike. I don't know what we're going to do with you. But, Nobody uh, does. All right, so what What else are they saying? What, what else do they live by here? 
All right. So they also claim that minimalism has helped them to experience real freedom. What's real freedom? Like um, everybody in America has real freedom. Next. I was going to say, like, I don't know what they're going for. Like, that's a little bit vague. Like real free. Is it financial freedom? Because they're not calling out any financial stuff in, in their kind of list here so far. It's just a list of you being able to go different places. Is that what they're considering freedom? Your freedom to travel? Maybe. I guess Have so. Maybe seen not being Southwest Airlines. Down? Southwest, Southwest Airlines commercial. You know, <laughs> you're now free being, to move about the country. Yeah, you're now free to move about the country. Thank you very much. You know, for forty nine dollars, how in the hell can you go wrong with that? And you don't have to live in some shitty house. <laughs> and you can take two bags, not just one. A- yeah, amen. Check two bags. Amen. That's what's up. All right, so let's look at what else they got on the list. They say that minimalism has helped them to contribute beyond themselves. So that phrase sounds to me like volunteering. Did they define it, though, actually, or are they just spouting off bullshit? They're just spouting this off in a list. This, like, to, be, to be fair, what I'm reading from right now on their website, it's not like this is the definition of minimalism. This is what they're claiming minimalism has helped them gain in their life. This is how minimalism benefits them is the stuff we're talking about right now. So they're saying it to contribute beyond themselves. So volunteering, serving others, like why do you need minimalism for that? I don't I don't see I don't see that. I think they must be talking about in a personal context where they're saying that they're now able to preach this gospel of minimalism. That's the only thing I can take away from that. Yeah, they're <laughs> So they've got 4 million readers apparently. Oh yeah, from for I don't know if that's I don't know if that's just from their blog or just from their actual like book sales. Probably that, their book sales, I'm guessing. How minimalist do you think they actually are with four million readers? Because you know, four million readers, if that's a book sale, they're making more than four million dollars. Yeah, probably. Do you think they're gonna live in some stupid little box if they have to? They don't have to. Well, that, no, they definitely don't have to. And I think that's one of the points they make is it's like a choice. You Like, no one's forcing you to do these things or live this way, which, you know, so that's valid. But the other part of it is they don't, t- nobody's tying, like, I, nobody's tying minimalism to financial, like, a financial being. So they're not saying, like, in order to be minimalist or, like, to live a minimalistic lifestyle, they're not saying to do that you have to, like, give away all your money and live like a monk. No one's saying that. Like I think one of the one of the components of it is probably, and it's not something they talk about really, but I think probably one of the appeals is is kind of like a, a sense of a greater sense of financial well being or maybe responsibility or awareness. I'm I'm guessing because if you're not consuming as much, you're probably able to retain more of your of your finances, and, and that probably makes you maybe a better steward. I don't know. I'm just guessing. I don't know either. I'm just guessing for that, but I'm just saying like. Just these guys probably are millionaires at this point. I'm sure. I'm sure they've generated quite a bit of revenue off of their their books and their movies and their, you know, their products. I'm, do they sell products on this site? They must, right? Everyone's got some for sale. But they do books. have, they do have a. They've got a donate button on their website too. Let's see what you can donate to. I'm gonna <laughs> let's explore that. I don't want to explore that. Support the minimalists. Why do we need to support these assholes? Yeah, all right. So that's kind of crazy. Huh. You're kidding, right? What? They're actually asking for money? Oh my goodness. Yeah, they are. Okay. So Ooh. this is a cult. This is a little shady right that's here. That's bullshit. I you know what? I was going to give it a fair shake, but this right here is bullshit. 
Well, obviously, all right. So on for what I'm going to say there, like, okay, these guys seem super shady that they're asking for donations to work on their minimalist projects. That seems kind of really dumb in my opinion, but I obviously like these guys didn't invent the minimalism context, like concept, like that's been around forever. Like that's ancient. So, but that's, uh, that's, oh, that's so shady. And it says on there too, that the advertisements suck. So we declined them all. And then it said no to tens of thousands of dollars. So they're like, basically you should pay us not to advertise. Yeah, you can get do that on YouTube now. You can pay YouTube to like not show the ad, but I'd rather just click it in five seconds and skip it. So what's the point? I'll deal with a little pop up ad. I don't care. Oh yeah, me I'm not going to give I'm you gonna, guys I'm money. Deal with that for. I'm not going to pay it to make that go away. That's crazy. Yeah, the minimalist in me tells me not to pay you. How I about that? Well, I don't want to let an advertising agency hold me hostage. Be <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> Hey, we won't annoy the crap out of you with this like bull crap we're slinging here if you just pay us. <laughs> like, come on, that's absurd. Yeah, that's well. One dude definitely needs a haircut. I'll tell you that. Uh, he's got some long hair. That other dude loves his hair, though. He's, really? Uh, you can tell he's like really proud of it. What a moron! You can tell. Like that. T- that's probably where all their donations are going. Is keeping <laughs> that, keeping that dude in product. <laughs> oh shit! All right. Um. Well, so I'm totally thing. off the minimalists. That throws me off. Ooh, that's that's so shady. I don't like that. Yeah, I think it's very shady for you to have to donate to a minimalist. On the other hand, Robert, on the other hand, okay, so mm, I have two parts to my other hand here. On the one hand, I cannot be mad at these guys for exploiting something for their personal gain. That's the American way. It uh, is. Good for them. Like, that's cool. I'm positive for that. But, like, going around sticking your hand out... Like, now we're coming around, like, full circle, and I can't get behind that. Yeah, like, we don't even do that. No. I mean, we, we half-heartedly solicit you know, <laughs> sponsorships, but... But that's not... That's from corporations that can get, you know... They could actually give us some cash if they really wanted to. You to know, take advantage of our massive listener base. Exactly. Exactly. To get the word out to our listeners. Now, so we can get some production value up in here. But the only thing that we're going to ask our, our listeners to pay for is our shirts, our merch that you want to make so badly. Oh, it's only because the listeners are crying out for it. Have you checked our Twitter feed? That uh, no, I haven't right now, to be honest with you. I'm on a podcast right now, Mike. Multitasking, man. It's the American way. It's the minimalistic way you know, to be doing as many things at one time as you possibly can. I don't multitask. I do one thing at a time and accomplish that goal. Excellently. So the minimal, the two minimalist dudes. That's kind of shady that they want you to support their minimalism lifestyle, <laughs> even when they're selling millions of books or uh, allegedly selling, seemingly selling mil- millions of books. They got their podcast. They're they're driving some revenue here. They've got to be. Yeah, there's there's no way. So so next one, Mike. What else you got? So I mean, I guess that just. I just merits like a little bit of a discussion. Like, do you think as Americans, like we're too consumeristic in nature? Like we're, we're at, we consume too much. I mean, you walk into a Walmart or a target and there's literally wall to wall crap just everywhere. I, I could say yes, that I do think maybe we are a little bit. Some are, some aren't. There are a lot of people that are not minimalists that, you know, are not morons and just go buy anything that they can or want. You know, they've got self-control. However, there are people, and I'm going to blame Disney on this one because they know how to market to kids. 
and they know that that's where they're making the money. That's where they're making everything, right? And so they are turning these poor kids into, you know, these little materialistic little shits is is what I'll say um, anyway. So (laughs) when you do that and then you grow up, what's going to happen? You're going to do the same thing for anything else. And that's where I think a lot of our generation has got an issue anyway, is that we are materialistic because of how we grew up. It's why we stand in line for the latest iPhone for like 20 hours at a time. I don't. But I know, I know you and I don't, but I just mean like people do. That's why, that's why we do that collectively. I I actually just got mine the other day. I just got a new phone the other day and waited, I don't know how many months, three or four months after this thing came out. I don't need shit right away. Boom. You know? So that's what's up. So is it Disney's fault or is it the parents' fault both. for like cave, caving in and buying it for both the kids? Disney because they're trying to drive Putting the sales toward that demographic of under we'll call it under fifteen. And then it's the parents' fault for not having a backbone and saying, No, you're an idiot. You're not gonna get that. <laughs> I get you shit Sorry. all day long. You're not getting that too. And I know I don't want to, I would like, I definitely wasn't deprived as a kid. I'm not going to make it sound like, I'm not definitely trying to make it sound like that. But when I was growing up, like, we didn't just, like, get stuff. Like, we got, like, gifts. Like, we got, like, new toys at, like, Christmas time and our birthdays. And that was, like, pretty much it. Like, it wasn't like, you know, the hottest thing came out and we just went off to the store to buy it. Like, that's not how it worked in my family. Well, me either. Uh, I will say this, though, Mike. You did get participation trophies and I didn't. So you got one more thing than I did. Yeah, that's true. But that's only because they that they used to call the first place, like, MVP trophy the participation trophy <laughs> for me. They just, they just didn't want everyone else to feel uh-huh. bad. I'm sure. So That's what it was. But yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you, though. I really do. Which is like... You know, hell must have frozen over because we agreed on pretty much that entire segment there. How about that? Oh man, I'm gonna. I can't wait to retreat to my tiny house and and uh, and just list review you that. Know what? Think about I that. bet you do have one. I bet you do. <laughs> keep it, keep it tucked. You know, technically, Robert, if we're going by the standards of like the the liberal standard of the tiny house with being under a thousand square feet, like I live in a tiny apartment. Like my apartment should qualify as a tiny house. Yeah, but you probably have your tiny house tucked in your garage of your apartment complex. Nah, I don't. But that would be a good place to to keep it just in case someone tried to steal it. (laughs) God, you must have some really shitty luck when somebody steals your house. I mean, really. Why would you just leave your house parked there, though? You know? So irresponsible. (laughs) These people can't even take care of their homes. I know. I know. That's, That's really sad. But... Uh, that's pretty crazy. So I don't know. I guess like when it comes down to like different philosophies and, and ways of like living, like I, as much as we like poke fun of it, like minimalism seems relatively harmless. I mean, you could, you know, become like a a jihadist terrorist instead and, and adopt that kind of a, a lifestyle. So minimalism is definitely like pretty moderate. I mean, if people want to, you know, well, it's not moderate. It's in, it's an extreme, but you know, it's, it's harmless. And, and I kind of feel like in America, if you're not hurting someone and you're not causing detriment, like more power to you, like you're free to explore that. I didn't say it should be illegal. No, no one's saying you did, but I'm just saying like, as much as we like, kind of like poke fun of it and like, I poke fun of it because I think it's the most moronic thing I've ever heard in my life. Terrorism, Robert, that's moronic. Well, okay, fine. It's the most moronic bullshit left-wing idea that I've heard of. How about that? Ooh, 
You know, speaking of left-wing ideas, we should talk about cults one episode. This is a cult. Minimalism is a cult. You think so? I don't know. Yeah, look, they're don they're donating money to their leaders here. <laughs> this is Scientology right here. Oh, snap. We're going to definitely do a cult episode. I'm getting excited by that right now. Like, yeah. why don't our young people still joining cults? Like what happened to the cults? I don't know. I don't want to uh, be in one. I know that. No, me neither, but that sounds like a future episode we can explore. Um, but yeah, for minimalism, like, yeah, interesting. Not Probably not for me, although I can definitely see the benefit in decluttering your life a bit. And um, so, you know, I'm not like totally against all the concepts, but you're not going to find me just like subscribing to complete austerity anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm not against everything that they say, but... Uh, I don't know. Um, I have a hard time being a minimalist. Well, I kind of feel like personally from the benefits that they're saying they get from minimalism, I kind of feel like though you get those benefits from just living your life intentionally, like in whatever manner you want. Like if volunteering and serving others is important to you, like I feel like if you make that a focus, like you'll do so and that's going to benefit society. Or if you are focused on, you know, becoming more responsible with your finances and you explore that and you work on that with some kind of focus, like you're going to be able to do so. And that's cool. So I kind of feel like that just the context maybe is 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 focusing and trying to work purposefully towards an outcome of, you know, self-improvement more or less, I guess. And I, I think that's the whole point of this podcast, really, isn't it? The pursuit. The pursuit of really whatever you want. Whatever you want in life, you know, life, liberty, that's your liberty to do it. It's it's perfect. It fits perfectly. But I'm not going to be a minimalist. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, dude, you would you would need like a whole like, you would need a whole tiny, tiny house just for your safe. That'd be crazy. I would. I would. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like if I lived in a tiny house, it would be living in my current bedroom. <laughs> And that's it for everything. You wouldn't. We we wouldn't have podcast studios. I know. We, we wouldn't have closets. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell said that? Me. That's what I said. Oh man. Yeah, we then surely the, then, wouldn't. I'll tell then you we that would much. just be hurting the listeners. Like they exactly. would. They would be crying out. They'd be although like, somehow these guys do it right. They do a podcast. Where are they doing their podcast from? On the road, man. I don't know. The road to where? They probably got somebody to donate a podcast studio to them. Yeah, probably true. And their it, stupid truck is probably a biodiesel. <laughs> it's one of the like it's probably a VW bug that the, or VW van wagon thing that they like converted to vegetable oil. Yeah, that thing's not going to haul a house. They might not haul their house. They may have a stationary one. They may park it in one place. Not all of them tow their houses everywhere. The the people that don't tow their houses from place to place are probably the ones that have a, a, a greater chance of their homes not getting stolen and driven away. I don't know. The ones that park them in the Walmart parking lots, like you were suggesting. Well, yeah, but you're going to be inside it. <laughs> you know? Can you imagine like, if your house started getting stolen while you were inside of it? Oh, my God. That First of all, that would be hilarious. That would be <laughs> hilarious. But it would suck. It would suck. And it's actually against the law, if you think about it, too, like you have to have, let's say you have, you're talking to your, your two kids, your wife, and your dog. Well, you have to have a truck, A, to haul the damn house, right? But you also have to have enough seats in the truck 
in order to be able to move them because they can't, by law in most states, be in the damn house while it's moving down the road. They could probably be in the bed of the pickup truck, though. You know? Well, maybe they can, but may- maybe that's the better idea. Just build the house in the bed of the pickup truck. Ooh, yeah. Get an extended bed. You know? Then you got a five-by-five five box, and you got 25 square feet. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Morons. But what about the... Now they got to get the extended bed. Then they'll then they'll be better. Yeah, you get an extended box, but you, like I said, you got to get an extended cab. <laughs> Just haul these the people around. You know, and that's going to add another cost, too, by the way. You know what you could probably do, Robert, is now that money is no object, because you have all these costs that we didn't factor in, you could get two extended cab pickups and then have somebody, like, weld them together, like, end to end. And then you have a giant bed that you can build a giant tiny house in. Yeah, that would suck. You just you throw one side of the the pickup into reverse, and the other one, and that you just drive. And you're like good to go. That's not how that shit works, Mike. And, and then you have then you have two separate spaces for the family. So once they're like kind of tired of like and getting after each other from living in the tiny home, once you're moving the tiny house, you just have like one the kids go like chill in the cab that's going in reverse, while the parents drive the other cab wherever you're going off mm-hmm. into the sunset into tiny house bliss. I don't know if that's going to work. I think I just pioneered a new kind of tiny home, and I think you're going to see that on HDTV that's pretty two. soon. That's two times we've done that. Dude, we're just we're out of control. All right, we're going to start buying tiny homes now. Flipping tiny home butt-welded trucks together. It's going to be awesome. Well, you can tie your capital up into that, <laughs> and I'm going to go into some other ways. <laughs> awesome. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> what? I said Maybe. Maybe. See, there's always there's always a stock market. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, yes. And if it crashes, you'll be safe in your tiny home. Feeling like rolling the dice. But like, don't worry, guys. <laughs> I've got all my money tied up in tiny homes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And then you're gonna be poor. I'm diversified. So, yeah, no, no, that's bullshit. Uh, anyway, all right. So what let let's talk about one last thing with these guys. What else have they said about minimalism? I or how do you? I xed off their website, Robert. I was done with them once I found out oh, that were they you? were just like walking around with their hands out. <laughs> For real, like well, that, I found that like that was utterly that was kind of disgusting. It was a little disappointing. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Actually, it wasn't disappointing because I didn't care anyway. Well, but I just think that's lame. I think that's so lame. Like, ah, uh, they're not. It is. I, like I. I find it like kind of annoying when artists do that because now people are, with the rise of crowdfunding, you have all these like musicians or authors or whatever the case may be. Anyone who wants to call himself any kind of author um, or not author, but any kind of artist of some kind, they they put all these crowdfunding things and they're asking for their fans to support them and give them money so they can have the time and freedom to create their next album or write their next book. And it's basically like a, a patronage type system. It's kind of like reverting back to that. But at the same time, like, so like that annoys me, but it seems to have more of a purpose because like you're getting something from it. These guys are just like, yeah, we're just going to talk about minimalism and uh, give us some money while we do that. And while we make money from our other <laughs> sources of revenue, in the meantime. So that's just, that's dumb to me. Yeah. And they're lying back in their big ass houses, <laughs> just chilling while they're, they're tricking you. They're tricking you into buying some tiny little house to live in and then 
That way you'll have money to pay them to live in their big ass house. That's wrong. That's wrong. Right on. But anyways, you had a you had a final point to make about them, Robert, before I got No, that was pretty much it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. I mean, I didn't have another point. We were just, you know. That's how we feel. We we're just talking about them. Just chatting. Just like we yes, do sir. here on LLMP. Amen. So that kind of wraps up, I guess, our uh, our part two for the for the minimalism and the the tiny homes. So uh, it was it was an interesting topic. You know, we we didn't have enough time in, in episode one, so we got around to episode two. But I think we fleshed it out pretty good. Yep, I think this topic is closed for now. Shut the books. Life, liberty, and the pursuit is done with this for now. But let us know what you think. Tweet at us at uh, LLP Podcast on Twitter. And let us know what you think about minimalism or tiny homes or anything. But Yeah, and we will see you next time on the Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit. While you're subscribing to our podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Motherfucker.